Well, speaking of uh, my staff, let me just point out, they, they laughed at Alexander Graham Bell, they laughed at the Wright brothers, James Naismith, and they laughed at me when I said we could probably make some money out of this flag. So I think you all know that, that uh, uh, the bidding closed on eBay yesterday at $6,850, $52 which will uh, be given now to the uh, inner city uh, rec program at Tabernacle Presbyterian Church, my church for 50 years. And so uh, we'll complete this. Can you help me? $6,800 my church ever made. Um, let me start on a, a note of uh, congratulations and, and bipartisanship. Uh, uh, this week, uh, a bill to enable public-private partnerships uh, to be uh, pursued in building both the uh, bridges uh, over the Ohio River, down on uh, opposite New Albany and, and Jeffersonville, and also the Ileana Expressway that we have been interested in a long time, uh, past both houses. There's uh, been a lot of talk about jobs and so forth uh, in this General Assembly. Uh, nothing they do will be as uh, tangible and as real in creating new jobs as that bill if we're able to bring uh, public-private uh, transactions to fruition. I called Governor Quinn yesterday in Illinois and give him the good news. He's pursuing his own parallel bill. As you know, in, in the case of the bridges, we have legislation now for both states. And so the door is open to try to get these long-sought projects uh, uh, up and running. We've, we've given you uh, uh, a, a chart that I hope you'll find of interest. We are shattering again this year, while other states are crumbling, we are shattering all records for infrastructure investment uh, in Indiana, close to $2.5 billion all told, more than two-thirds of it state funding, and then we were found yesterday to be the fastest state in America using the federal highway dollars that came in the so-called stimulus bill. The Ileana and Bridges projects would be, of course, on top of all this. And so in terms of building for our state's future, we think Indiana is the nation's leader. And I want to thank members of, of both parties who helped us take this latest step um, in doing so. Uh, let me just make a, then a quick comment about where we stand in the General Assembly and then take your questions. Uh, I think it's too bad that things broke down last uh, evening. I thought the idea of them ending early was a good one, and it was entirely possible to do. But we saw a familiar pattern. One side, the House, saying no and no and no. Everything has to be their own way. Concur, which means submit. Uh, That's what they told their Senate counterparts. Then they walked off the job. And um, so this is going to take a little more time. They were demanding things that really cannot be submitted to or surrendered to. They're to planning to charge the taxpayers of Indiana $75 million for bureaucracy we do not need. 
Uh, they have not cooperated in giving schools more flexibility to use cash reserves they have in this difficult time. They've insisted on uh, provisions to our unemployment insurance law, which would be job killers in a huge way, running up its costs even further in the future. I checked this morning. The Senate uh, Republicans, uh, typical of them, are here and ready to work. And uh, unlike their House counterparts, have offered a host of concessions, 14 at the last uh, count that I saw. Um, They've even offered to fix up um, faulty measures that the House says it wants. Their so-called jobs bill, which uh, was full of holes, amounted to a blank check on the corporate uh, the, on the state treasury to fund jobs that would be there anyway. Uh, but there are ways to fix it and make it a useful tool in, in our pursuit of new jobs. And, and I know the Senate Republicans are uh, more than willing to do that. So it's too bad that the early uh, deadline wasn't met, but there's plenty of time and uh, they could still end early, as far as I could tell, very quickly if both sides would come to work. Is this much ado about nothing for now, since if you're calling the artificial deadline and there's still nine days left? Well, it's not about nothing. Uh, you know, the, there are very big differences here. The House is planning to overcharge the taxpayers of this state. They need to help us save money by removing... Uh, unnecessary bureaucracy. They need to help us give the schools more money through flexibility. They need to help us um, uh, fix the unemployment insurance problem that we're facing and not in a way that kills jobs in the future. So the the issues are very real, but uh, particularly given how forthcoming the Senate Republicans have been offering compromise after compromise, it shouldn't take long to finish if, again, but... uh, both sides have to come to work. Regardless of whether uh, Senator Kirshner's absence last night triggered this, was it wise for him to leave the legislature to attend You know, this is a tired old thing. They, they, we've seen. I've been on the receiving end of this more than once myself, uh, and you know it for what it is. This was a, they looked around for some handy excuse to do what they wanted to do anyway, which was walk off the job. And um, uh, Senator Hirschman, who's one of the best legislators we have and has worked harder than anybody I know in the last the few weeks, was an innocent bystander. The fact is, he was not here. Uh, all every other legislator, as far as I know, was here in the building. Uh, you can talk to Senate leadership about this, but they had made it known, uh, uh, as I understand it, for quite some time that There'd be a little period of time when he wasn't here. If you can't see through this after you've seen this little shtick dozens of times, then don't know how I can help you. This is a flimsy excuse for something that they were looking to do anyway. I don't think that we are uh, assigning the uh-huh. problem here, uh, the breakdown, to Senator Hirschman. Okay. Um, so if you could see through what we're trying to say, um, regardless of whether it caused the breakdown, uh-huh. Was, is it appropriate for him on one of the key days of the session to be at political events rather than at the state house where the work is being done? Mm-hmm. Well, um, I'll leave it to him to explain this uh, as he sees it. But um, I will just say that uh, he's one of the best legislators we've had, always constructive. He's the author of a lot of the compromises that have been rejected 
by um, the speaker and his people. And um, I'm going to leave it at that. Is, it, uh, is this an example of the gridlock at the national level, at the legislative level? No, I don't think so. I don't think it's at all comparable. There's a lot of, again, this is a very familiar uh, little bit of stagecraft. I thought maybe it was going to be avoided this time, and we'd actually see this early adjournment, but it, it's really not that surprising. And the good news is there's plenty of time left. If two will tango, this they can still finish, I think, uh, ahead of schedule. Governor, the two gun bills are on the way to your desk. One would allow employees to bring their guns to work in their vehicles, and the other would close access to the state's carry permit database. I was wondering how you feel about both of those when you signed them. Um, I have to look at them, uh, so no uh, no final comment today. My understanding is that the uh, workplace bill uh, did, uh, there were some good uh, uh, adjustments made to it that deal with potential homeland security targets, things like that. But I want to see the legislation before giving you a final answer. Does the large opposition coming from business give you cause for concern? Again, I just I want to see the final legislation. My understanding is that there were some adjustments made that were responsive to uh, those uh, concerned about uh, homeland security, likely targets, but um, no comment until I've really looked at it. You mentioned the P3 legislation mm-hmm. and bridges. Do you think it's possible the bridges could have been built if this bill hadn't passed? No way. It's still necessary? Yes. Well, the the, the two-state combination and some sort of a P3 approach, absolutely necessary. Um, Indiana has uh, funds, as as you know, uh, beyond what other states have. Kentucky does not. And there's just simply no way in the world that either of these projects, really, uh, could have gone forward. Even Indiana is not in a position, on top of everything else we're already doing, hundreds of major moves projects, to undertake two very large ones like this uh, in addition. So again, thanks to both uh, uh, parties for their work here. Do you think that the folks in Kentucky agree with you, or do you have a sense of whether they agree that P3 is really the only way to go? I think Governor Bashir has shown a lot of leadership and, uh, and his team. I think understands the reality. They've been pretty honest in saying there wasn't, there wouldn't conceivably the money in Kentucky uh, to do this. It, um, as I understand, it would have taken most, if not all, of all of the funds they had in the whole state for quite some time. And so that's unfortunate, but it's just a fact of life. And that's why we're looking for a creative way to get this uh, job underway. And, and uh, I really commend uh, the governor and. Uh, and, and civic leaders and others down there who have helped us get to this point. How would you assess where your legislative agenda stands right now? Well, it's uh, uh, been a couple of uh, positives, but the, some of the big issues are still out there. Uh, we just had another disappointing revenue month. And we need the General Assembly to offset that by allowing us to take out completely redundant and unnecessary administrative costs. We need to make certain that third graders in this state can read before they go on to fourth grade. That's undone. We thought we were close more than once to some meaningful reform of township government, and that's not done. 
UI bill is uh, uh, also in uh, still in uh, up in the air. So, um, but there's a perfectly good prospect of finishing with a lot of success that everybody and both parties can feel good about. It seems clear though that the local government plans will not be part of that. Mm -hmm. um, the House offered uh, township by township referendums. Yeah. The Senate uh, only advisory boards. It's not going to get done this time. And down with that went other things like moving the school election. Mm -hmm. Do you have any um, reason to think that the third time is a charm next year? It's never too late for a good idea. And Joe Kernan and Randy Shepard and their colleagues gave us 27 of them. We've done about five, and um, some of us have at least uh, a couple more tries to push these forward. The taxpayers in, of Indiana and deserve it, and um, we'll just keep coming at it in hopes of uh, making more progress. Can you tell me why you think it's appropriate to abolish the tobacco prevention cessation agency? Is it that you think they're just not doing the job? Nobody's, nobody said anything about abolishing the agency. They, we have totally duplicate overhead. The Board of Health can do their administrative work, their clerical work, their financial tracking. There's no need in the world we could, uh, to uh, have uh, uh, two sets of administrative costs. We have, arguably, we'd have more money to reduce tobacco use um, if we uh, spent less on, um, in the back office. Do you think they're doing a good enough job at getting the numbers down on tobacco use? I'm not satisfied at all. You know, if we were making the progress against tobacco that we're making on obesity, uh, we might have something, uh, really something to be excited about. So there's been some progress, and I'm not faulting their, their work, um, but um, clearly we can do better. You know, we've spent tens and tens of millions of dollars through that agency, and progress has been um, slow to say the best. Are you not allowed to wait on the state of Illinois for the Illinois? Uh, Governor Quinn and I uh, uh, talked about getting together even as he works on his own legislation. I think he had, they, they will be in session until at least May. Uh, so we may uh, try to get together soon. Um, we want to be thinking about the mechanism. We have a good mechanism in Kentucky, the Bi-State Commission. And I uh, think we want to create something like that, a, a mechanism for action. Um, and we, want to, we agreed to try to get together um, as early as we can, think that through. Well, I think I, I like the model that we have with Kentucky, a bi-state commission with an executive director who can be the point of contact for potential private partners and financial backers and can organize the uh, options that the board can then uh, review on. And uh, So I would think something like that, if we can bring it into uh, existence with Illinois, would be the right starting point. Are you preparing any additional budget cuts in your own and the executive branch because of this new program? We are looking every day as we have for five years. And um, obviously there's nothing about the February numbers that takes any uh, urgency out of that process. So we are looking all the time for reforms and uh, for duplication and for things that are less than absolutely necessary. But uh, nothing... Um, further major at this point to, to say about that. Governor, you mentioned no compromise on the um, education flexibility. My understanding was that there was an agreement on that, but the only thing that held that up last night was a 
correcting error by LSA, is there something else that happens that has stalled? One side walked away. So you don't have a compromise until people shake hands. And let me just say, I think it's very appropriate. I've spoken out for more flexibility for education for five years. It didn't start with the current recession. I think it's even more important now that we are one of the 42 or 3 states that have had to reduce education. If we want to stay one of the states where those reductions are small, then giving schools more flexibility um, to use other available money, these cash reserves that many are si- that most are sitting on, just makes a lot of sense. So uh, I think it really needs to be part of a final agreement. Does it give you pause at all that sort of I mean we spend a lot of time property tax reform to get operating dollars off the property tax rolls and we're sort of reverting back to using the property tax money to fund I really don't look at it that way. I mean you know the property taxes have been reduced and I believe they're going to be uh, capped permanently. So this is a short-term measure to deal with the, the we hope, short-term uh, crunch that the national recession has brought to every state. But um, the fundamental, uh, particularly if the resol- uh, resolution passes or the referendum passes this uh, fall, we will have achieved lasting property tax uh, reduction, and obviously I think that was a, a good thing. Can you give us your reaction to the lawsuit that HSD School District filed on school funding, and also wondering if you agree with Attorney General, General uh, Zeller's assessment that it's a waste of taxpayer dollars, both on the state Senate defendant and the school district defendant pilot? My sense, I mean, I understand their frustration, the plaintiff's frustration, um, but this is a, a legislative matter, if, if anything ever is, it seems to me. Uh, um, for my part, I have always uh, seen my duty as proposing how much we can afford for a given purpose, such as education. It is definitively the legislature's job to decide how to, what's the fairest and most uh, uh, productive way to uh, divide the money. And so um, I don't think it's a matter for the courts. I think it's a matter for the people's representatives, as, as we've always treated it. Governor, you are driven around in a Toyota. Mm-hmm. I wonder if given the recent problems with Toyota, do you have any concerns? Zero. If you look back over the last uh, 10 years, Toyota has a fraction, the number of uh, complaints, recalls, or uh, customer uh, worries of the other uh, manufacturers. And, uh, no, it's... Uh, it's performing well, and as I understand it, the placemats—I'm sorry—the uh, floor mats were put in right side up, which eliminates the cause of some of these crashes. Has the car been worked on at all? Has it been? Uh, we're recalling to do work on. I don't know the answer to that. Not to my knowledge. I don't know. We'll find out. Is that it. Thank you. That was the last question, wasn't it?